What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. In order to stretch, to grow out of something, you're going to be uncomfortable. But you can have peace during your discomfort. You can have peace in your uncomfortable season, right? Yo, party people, it's Ashley of SingleWomanChronicles.com, where I encourage single women to be the best version of themselves through healing, avoiding certain pitfalls, and dating, love, and relationships. Who lost my breath on that healing part, y'all? <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by my book, How to Extra X, A Guide to Getting Past Unhealthy Relationships. It's time to end the agonizing cycle of unhealthy relationships. Most people struggle with breakups because they just don't know how to start the healing process. How to Extra X is a step-by-step guide on moving past unhealthy relationships. Renew your strength and find happiness again by walking away from relationships that no longer serve you. Start fresh by Xing your ex. Allow, learn how to stop the overwhelming thoughts of your ex. Get rid of the feelings of regret and shame. Eliminate the crushing feelings of rejection. Be at peace with your decision to leave and be hopeful that there is better out there. Y'all, I'm sorry. I was just tripping all up and through that child. I'm like, why am I holding my breath? Y'all ever be holding your breath and then you run out of breath? Lord have mercy. Anyway, if you are trying to X your ex, you can get the book today on Amazon. Books on Google Play, Apple Books, and it is also available on Audible. Okay, people, today we're going to talk about peace versus comfort, okay? So are you at peace or are you just comfortable? I feel like (laughs) it's so important to talk about peace versus comfort because we live in a society right now that um, glorifies toxicity, it's cute to be toxic nowadays. Like it's cute to not have peace. It's cute to like, just do whatever you want to do, you know, while out and it just will be okay. Um, there is a TV show right now on HBO max called the idol. And there's a part where this lady was talking about the mental health issues of the idol, the client, the star. And the lady literally said mental health, is the new such and such basically she was saying like mental health issues are the new popular thing basically and then if you package it properly you can sell a lot and it's like wow 
that's where we are today. We're like, you see people like Kanye West, his mental health issues go viral and like nobody's seeking to help him. They're just capitalizing off of it. Like people are capitalizing off of toxicity and it's wild and we're allowing it to happen and we're just joining the bandwagon. We're not stopping to be like, hey, are they okay? Even in our own lives. So I really wanted to talk about the subject of being at peace versus comfort. So when you look up peace, it's the absence of disturbances. It's tranquility. Like um, another definition is the absence of war. There's no war, right? Um, and if you're a believer, you already know, like when you have spiritual warfare, listen here, buddy. <laughs> um, it be going crazy in the membrane, right? And even if you're not a believer, you know, it's times in your life where you just have so much anxiety. You just don't know if you're coming or going. Like that's the absence of peace. Now, comfort is characterized by ease. Um, but we have to understand just because something is easy doesn't mean it's, that it's peaceful. I'll say that again. Just because something is easy does not mean that it's peaceful. So I have several examples in my life about peace versus comfort. The first one that comes to mind is back in the day, I used to be a bottle waitress, right? Um, the funny thing is I always wanted to be a bottle waitress ever since I started waitressing at the age of 20. When I was still in college, I started waitressing at Justin's P. Diddy's restaurant, right? Had a great time. Um, we made good money. Um, at the time we was making $200 a night, which is a lot of money for a college student. Okay. For a college student in 2000, um, what was it? 2010 making $200 a night. We was balling. Okay. So start waitressing and it's a good time. And then, you know, get out of college. I didn't have any jobs lined up or whatever because of course we all know the recession hit as soon as I came out of college and some people got jobs most people didn't so we had to figure it out so I continued to waitress now this was around the time when like scamming was popping in the city of Atlanta if you if you from Atlanta you live in Atlanta you already know that period of 2010 to like 2017 18 yo scammers was out here okay they hadn't cracked down on the scamming so Men was in the club buying bottles after bottles, having bottle wars, all this kind of stuff like that. Like going out, being in a section was like a thing, right? It's still a thing, but it's not the same how it was then. I'm going somewhere, y'all. Stick with me. So <laughs> after um, I was waitressing at Justin's, Justin's actually closed out of nowhere, right? So I wanted to continue to be a waitress, but I was looking for a restaurant that made me feel at home like Justin's, but also I can make as much money as I was making at Justin's, right? So I started um, looking for jobs or whatever. And then fast forward, I was working a nine to five and then the opportunity came up to be a bottle waitress. Now I told y'all at Justin's, I was making at least $200 a night, right? In college. Now I'm out of college, I'm grown. I got a nine to five, but I still want a little part-time job because if you live in Atlanta, you need more than one income, right? So bottle waitresses at the time were averaging about $500 a night, okay? Who don't want to be a part of that? I want to be a part of that. Now, this is BC me, y'all. This is me before Christ. This is me before I got baptized, before I started going to church regularly. 
I knew who God was, but like growing up, maybe I'll tell that story how like I was church hurt a lot, but I never allowed it to um, make me mad at God. I just looked at people like they were dumb, like rejected. I got rejected young by a lot of church people. Didn't grow up in church. My mom didn't go to church. My grandmother did, but she passed away when I was young. She passed away when I was 14. So I didn't have that close relationship with her. But anyway, so this is BC me. I'm trying to be outside in these clubs because not only can I make... Uh, at least a minimum of average of $500 a night. That's working like two days a week, two, three days a week. Hey, do the math. That's a thousand dollars on top of my full-time job. Who not going to do that? Um, and I'm outside. I'm drinking for free. I'm partying it up. I'm meeting these dudes who got money and I can have fun with who don't want to do that. Then I know all the promoters, all the DJs. So any party I want to go to in the city, I can go to the parties in the city. Like who don't want to do that? I'm in my early twenties. Let's go. Let's get it. Right. So started being a um, bottle waitress. I was 23 at the time, I believe. And I worked at a club and it was a good time. I'm not going to lie to y'all. It was a good time. But in the midst of me working in, as a bottle waitress, I started to go to church regularly, right? Then your girl got baptized, right? So at this point, I'm comfortable in the waitressing atmosphere as a bottle waitress. But I'm starting to have a war within my spirit because God is like, hey, you know, I know this is good money for you. I know that you're comfortable with this thing, but... If you really want to walk with me, it's going to be kind of hard for you to do so in your current season, what you're trying to do, where I'm trying to take you, and you still being in the club, drinking all the time. You know, this time I was having sex. Um, you're meeting all these dudes that are not in alignment with where I'm calling you to go. So this ain't really what you really need, right? Now, please do not take this as me telling you, if you're listening to me and you're a bottle girl or a bartender or whatever, is me saying... You need to leave because God said so. No, God spoke to me personally. I have a relationship with God. I believe that we all have to develop and cultivate a relationship with God. Because one thing, he He may tell me one thing, but tell you a different thing. Because God knows the beginning from the end, right? So he works on different things within us because he knows where we're going and what we need to do to get there. At that time, he knew I'm going to be distracted by this club atmosphere. So he started to try to push me out, right? So at that time, although I was comfortable at the club, I no longer had peace there. I didn't have peace with that job. Like I would go in and I would just feel this weird feeling in my stomach, like so much anxiety. And this lasted for like, like eight months, honestly, until I ended up leaving and quitting the club. And I never went back. And I'm not going to lie, like, it was hard. It was a hard transition. It was so uncomfortable. Because, y'all, I told y'all, I was making more money as a bottle waitress than I was at my 9 to 5. Like, legit. Because, and I only worked at as a bottle waitress two nights. And starting out, I was making an average of $500. But that's minimum. Like, on a weekend, like a MLK weekend or a Labor Day weekend or a holiday weekend. I don't know why people like to party on MLK weekend, but I digress. I could make up to 1000 a night, 1200 a night. You know what I mean? So, this is on average, right? So, it, I was, Lord, have mercy. I, it was so uncomfortable when I left that job. But I knew I had peace because I knew that's what God wanted. 
And I was want, I wanted to be obedient. And the Lord has definitely sustained me since. But that's like the difference between having peace versus comfort, right? Many times we are comfortable doing something because it's easy to us. It's, it's, it don't take that much thought. It don't take that much, you know, effort to grow, to stretch, to be outside of who we are in that position. But that doesn't mean you have peace there. So I'm speaking to someone today who something in you has been gnawing at your, your soul, your, your spirit, your, your inner man. And you're like, what is this? Why is this? It's because you probably no longer have peace in that area anymore. And you're like, but I'm doing the same things. Sometimes we're called to grow in order to get what we actually want in life. Because it's often that we may ask for something or we may pray about something. We're like, God, I want this. And as soon as you ask for that, you thinking it's going to come in this cute little box with a ribbon, but it don't come in a cute little box with a ribbon. Usually God sends disruption before he sends the gift or the promise or whatever you've been praying for. And he disrupts the thing in order to take you to a new thing. Okay. In order to have a new beginning, you got to have an ending, right? So he'll disrupt something, shake it up, make you un, he'll make you lose peace with something in order to make you uncomfortable enough to move over. Right? So what I'm saying is I believe that having peace is more important, even if you're uncomfortable. I think if you don't have peace, but you're comfortable, you need to move out of that because that lack of peace, it, it's not good for your soul. It's not good for your soul. Even the Bible says he wants us to have peace. You will have peace that goes beyond understanding, right? Now, comfort, you don't need comfort to have peace. Like growth comes, discomfort comes with growth, right? Like you, in order to stretch, to grow out of something, you're going to be uncomfortable, but you can have peace during your discomfort. You can have peace in your uncomfortable season, right? Another example, y'all know before... I got to the strong. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Confident, worthy, amazing woman that I am today. Um, yes, I'm all of those things, and I know it. <laughs> okay? So, before I got here, before I got sure of myself, certain of of my qualities, my amazingness, my awesomeness. I was very insecure in dating. And I ended up in a toxic relationship where it was very um, emotionally abusive, mentally abusive. I was being manipulated, gaslit, just all the things, right? But I was comfortable in that relationship. I had so much comfort in this relationship, but I had no peace. I had absolutely no peace. It was a war every single day in my soul. It was a war every single day in my household. It was a war every single day in my spirit, but I was comfortable in this relationship. That's why I kept running back to it, even though I knew that if I left, I would have peace, but I was choosing the comfort over the peace. 
right? And oftentimes we do this because in order to, many of us want comfort and peace, not knowing that usually we got to pick one in order to get the other. Usually you have to pick discomfort in order to get peace. You have to move yourself out of your comfort zone in order to get to the peace that goes beyond understanding, right? And a lot of us don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. We want the the abs without doing going to the gym and being uncomfortable. We want to have a fat bank account, but we don't want the discomfort of saving and not going and spend money for instant gratification. We want the job and the CEO position, but we don't want to go study and do continuing education, the discomfort of that. We got to pick one, okay? Now, I'm not saying that you'll never have comfort and peace at the same time. Yeah, you will. There will be seasons in life where you went through an uncomfortable space in your life. You got to the other side. Now you're at peace and you can live and bask in that joy. But usually God don't leave you there too long. Like, he's like, okay, I'm gonna let you be here for a second, but then I'm gonna call you higher again. Okay, that's, I don't know if that's what y'all have experienced, but that's me. Like, I'll have a comfort and peace for about two weeks, and then God be like, all right, let's work on something else. And I'm like, no, I don't want to work on anything else. I like it here. So, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. So, if I'm talking to you today, I just want to give you just a few tips, just off the dome. I ain't got no ABC one, two, three, because this is just coming off the dome. Just how can you get peace? I would say number one, embrace the fact that in order to be at peace, be in a tranquil space, most likely you're going to have to be uncomfortable to do it. You're going to have to move outside of your comfort zone. You're going to have to do the things that you don't like doing, you don't enjoy doing, et cetera, et cetera. So One thing that I'm working on right now is I've been having anxiety because I work from home. I'm always at home. I often get anxiety being here and I just want to get out the house. I feel like I have cabin fever all the time, right? Kind of like we felt in the pandemic. But I have this issue where I don't be wanting to go outside to coffee shops or like networking events to meet people. But because that makes me uncomfortable, because I'm actually a shy person. I'm outgoing, but I'm shy. When I can, I could be in a room full of people. If I don't know you, I'm not talking to anybody. I'm not talking to you. I'm not initiating conversation. I don't know you. Okay. That's me. I got to get out of that. That's my comfort zone, but I don't have peace in that anymore. So in order to have peace about my circumstance, I have to step outside of my comfort zone, start going to coffee shops, start, you know, going to networking events. Also, y'all saw me do the solo trip a few weeks ago. Went to Savannah by myself. That was my first, second time, second time actually, taking a solo trip. Years ago, you never would have caught me solo nothing. I would have had to have had a guy because I was so uncomfortable um, dating. I was so uncomfortable being alone is what I'm saying. And my spirit is telling me to speak to somebody. Okay, sis, somebody is a serial dater like you don't never sit down you've been dating over and over again some men you take a day you get back on the app you call your ex something you go back into it but lately you have not been having peace and you've been feeling low 
a little bit. You've been questioning your self-esteem, your self-worth. You've been wondering like, dang, what am I doing? I don't have peace. I feel anxiety. What's going on? This is your moment to embrace the discomfort of just taking a breath and being alone for a second. I'm not telling you to be alone forever. I'm just telling you to take a beat, maybe a week, maybe a month. Take a break because you need to reevaluate why stuff keeps failing, what's going on, what you actually want, what you actually don't want. You need to reevaluate some things. The only way you can do that is if you take a moment and reset. I'm talking to somebody. I don't know who, but I'm talking to somebody. I know somebody going to feel me. Okay. This one's for you. Embrace discomfort so you can have peace. You haven't had peace in a long time and you've been craving it. But the only way to that peace is for you to take a break. Take a small beat. You can get back to dating. It's going to be there. But just take about a week, two weeks, a month. I suggest a month. Reset. Reset. Sometimes we just need to reset. Okay? Embrace that discomfort for a short time in order to have better, more successful dating experiences more peace and just more awareness within yourself okay another way um i would say to peace is take time out every single day to just sit with yourself and take inventory of your feelings your emotions like what's going on inside of me what's beneath the surface we don't act, we're we're in a society that's just go 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 that we don't take time to just really take inventory of our circumstances our emotions our feelings what's going on in there are you sad are you happy can you identify your emotions like i'm the type of person i can identify my emotions most of the time within like a day like i'm like hmm i'm feeling a little weird right now am i sad angry am i just tired like you need to be able to place you know labels on your emotions so you know how to to come out of them so they don't control you, right? So you want to definitely embrace or take inventory over where you currently are in the present moment, right? So that's another tip I would say to getting to peace. Three, investigate what peace looks like to you because peace don't look the same to everybody or feel the same to everybody. Now, I mean, the in a general sense, Peace does mean a lack of war, like internally tranquil, whatever, whatever. But I know for me, peace looks like going to a beach, putting my feet in the sand. Peace looks like peace looks like me sitting outside on my balcony with a cup of coffee, just staring out into whatever. Peace looks like me sitting here watching girlfriends because that's my comfort show. Like figure out what peace looks like for you. So in times where you having chaotic moments, you can regroup and sit down and, and get a little piece of peace of peace. Peace of peace, okay? <laughs> P-I-E-C-E versus P-E-A-C-E, okay? Little piece of peace in your day. Like, you got to learn what that looks like for you. Because I think we live in a society that's so used to toxicity and, and chaos that we don't know what peace feels like. We don't know what it feels like to just be in the moment. Four, I'm about to say something. Y'all be like, what? Meditate. No, literally, meditate. I do mindful meditations every now, now and then when I feel like my mind is so on overload that it's, I can't control the anxiety that it's causing. So 
I will literally go to YouTube, type in five minute mindful meditation, 10 minute mindful meditation, 10 minute anxious meditation, meditate, learn what it feels like to just be here. Cause it's hard to want peace when you've never experienced it. Right? Like it's like having a, a really good food for the first time. Like trying sushi for the first time. You had never had it before. You didn't know to crave it because you didn't know it was good. And then you experience the goodness of this thing. And you're like, oh my God, I want this. I want this all the time. This is amazing. This sushi is great. That's what peace feels like. When you get a piece of it, when you experience peace and how like your mind can be at ease, like you can really feel just okay and tranquil, you'll want more of it. So start to cultivate it through meditation, breathing exercises, like really, you don't, you can do walking meditations, you can do breathing, you can do yoga, like try to find your way to be at peace so you can crave it more. Because when you crave peace, like right now in my life, most of my choices, 98% of my choices are surrounded by, is this going to bring me peace? I don't care if it brings discomfort, I'm used to being uncomfortable. I'm comfortable being uncomfortable, like I'm used to it. I don't care about the discomfort. Okay, if I got to go through this temporary discomfort to get to the um, permanence of peace, I'm going to go through it. Okay, so most of my decisions are made by that. Is this going to bring me peace? So if you if that's how you're living your life, then you're not, you're just going to have less. You're going to make less chaotic decisions. Your decisions are just going to be different. You're not going to be doing that craziness. <laughs> like you're not going to be ask, answering that text from that dude who you know is toxic you're not gonna be going out with this guy that you've seen 16 red flags and you already knew first conversation you shouldn't be going out with him you're not gonna take that job that you know is out of alignment with your values because you're not gonna have peace you're not gonna cuss this person out because you know afterwards then you're gonna feel bad and then you're gonna be feel like should i do this should i say no you're gonna have peace okay so get a little taste of peace all right. So I hope this helps somebody today. I feel like I done spoke to somebody specifically. DM me. Let me know. <laughs> okay. I want to know. I want the feedback. Okay. I need the feedback. Speaking of feedback. So I'm developing a coaching program because I'm going to start pitching my coaching again. For those who don't know, I do have a master's in positive psychology, which is just a study of positive emotions. And I am a trained life coach. I don't know why I don't put that out often whatever, but I'm here now. So I want to develop a program for singles. Um, because I think Kevin Samuel lights really took and the red pill community really took a toll on like the single women feeling valuable, feeling confident, feeling sure, feeling certain. Um, a lot of women don't even feel hopeful and single being single anymore. So I want to develop a program that helps you guys renew your strength, renew your value, you know, uh, renew your perspective towards yourself. And I just want a few ladies to DM me, message me, and just let me know, like, what type of program would you want to go through or experience? Like, do you want to boost your confidence while being single, boost your certainty? Do you want to feel more valuable again? Or do you want to, like, gain hope in this season? Because a lot of people are hopeless, okay? So I want you to be hopeful. So let me know what you would want me to build this program around, okay? All right, well, until next time, bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.